Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hello, welcome back. Lori and Julia show by Talk 1071. Everything entertainment and game time. It's game time. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Those them's are the rules, ladies. I'm okay. going into it with a positive attitude today. I feel like today we're going to answer. Okay. Time for seven seconds, the fun game where it's less about who wins and more about Lori and Julia stumbling around trying to come up with the answers. Keep seven seconds. Seven seconds on the clock. Seven long, harrowing seconds. It all hinges on the first seven seconds. That's right. People right, literally yell in their car at us. We've had emails. Because they think we're so stupid? Yeah, well, basically. Okay, because we are. Because we can't say it, think of anything. Yeah. It's it's We can't think under pressure, but our mouths fire off under no pressure quite marvelously. They really are. <laughs> <laughs> mouse? They do. What was that? I, our mouths fire, fire off, off marvelously under, under no pressure. Pre- under no pressure. I get it. No I pressure. know it. It's the pressure it. of thinking uh, that makes our brain... Like it's yes. a vice grip on okay, our brain. Okay, I'm going to just relax, though, okay, and bring I'm, in the zen-like I'm, feeling. Okay, what's the category? Well, we, there's a couple of easy categories. I think you'll both do all well. Right. The first category, first of all, who's going first? Me. I need to know that. Julia. Okay. All right, Julia, the first category is makes of car. Honda. What? Honda. Oh, Hyundai. Um, Toyota. Nissan. Lincoln. Porsche. GM. Volkswagen. Uh, 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 GM is not a mate. Ford. Okay. Volkswagen. Um, uh, Lexus. Lamborghini. Um, Ferrari. Um, Rolls Royce. Fiat. Uh, oh gosh. I know these. <laughs> I can't think of it. Oh, no. um, oh, no. oh. Bentley. Chevy would have worked. Bentley, Chevy would have worked. Mm-hmm. All right, That's so J one L zero. Okay, that was a good one. I thought you were going to say makeup, and I'm like, oh, we could go on forever. No, well, don't give them. Don't say that. that Watch us freeze Wait. up over makeup. All right, uh, Lori, you're going to start this okay, next what's category. The category. It is the category is hobbies. What hobbies? Hobbies. Um, swimming, bowling, basketball, beekeeping, um, scrapbooking, um, quilting, knitting, um, sewing. Um, painting, cross stitch, cleaning, needlepoint. That's whoa, an interesting whoa, one. Whoa, whoa. Some cleaning. people clean for a hobby. All right, fine, I'll give it to you. Okay. Oh, for crying out loud, I said needlepoint after that one, so okay. you have to go again. Okay, good. Okay, running. Um, playing tennis. Um, yoga. Um, Pilates. Um, uh, um, uh. oh dear. Oh no. Oh boy. Oh. I have a Zen today. I was going to say wow. woodworking next. 
personal favorite. Wow, that was very mm-hmm. impressive, though, for both of you. Both oh, yeah. Both we were, some of the things we listed weren't hobbies, yeah, though, they let's were. be honest. Yeah, technically, no. Technically, no, but they I, were I not. I was giving you a wide What well, wasn't a hobby? Well, I, swimming isn't a hobby. hobby, but for some people. <laughs> you, know. you started out with that one, I and know. I had yeah. to follow up with the sport. I know. I, was, I was being easy on Yeah. All right, yeah. what's our next one? That's it. No, that's we it. Only oh, we only have two. Two is enough. Two is quite enough. Thank you very much. I agree. Okay. I excelled in those categories today. I could have gone on and on. <laughs> I know. Mark I your mark your calendars, everybody. A comedy benefit. If you are a fan of Pepitos, Louis Anderson and Joel Hodgson, Hodgson who created uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000, right. are doing a comedy benefit on November 25th to support uh, Joe Minari's and uh, his family because, you know, he needs a lung transplant. I've never, yeah. And the I restaurant guess. is up for sale, Pepito's. It's someplace my birthday club and I, we, we go to. I like, used to go there all the time on 46th and uh, Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, no, we, we go there. So the show will be held at the Parkway Theater, which the family also owns. and Right next door. Yeah, so, um, and I wouldn't be surprised, you know, if Liz Winstead throws in whatever right. support she can and other people. So just be on the lookout for that November 25th. So we love that. This isn't a date you have to write down yet, but we know the premiere date of the Versace um, TV show, oh, which for is crying out loud. I know, but January seventeenth, we didn't know it's it's done. It's in the can. Edgar Ramirez, who was in that show that we loved, The Bridge. Oh, I love yeah. That oh show. yeah, he's a great actor. Great actor. He's yeah. playing Gianni Versace. Right. Darren Chris, who you had a very lovely encounter with mm-hmm. at the SAG Awards from Glee, mm-hmm. will play Andrew Cunanan. Mm-hmm. Oh. The killer, Penelope Cruz, is Donatella Versace, and Ricky Martin will play Versace's lover, Antonio De Amico. And um, so this will be, you know, it's called The Assassination of Gianni Versace, American Crime Story. So It's really the story of Andrew Cunanan. No, it's Gianni Versace's story. That's why that's in the title. It's just that that is part of the story. They're going to have the, it's not just that. You don't know what use. It's just like in the People versus OJ, what's going to be flashback. You don't know how uh, Ryan Murphy's going to tell the story. But I think if it was the story of Andrew Cunanan, it would be, the murderous Andrew Cunan in an American crime story. I'm just saying it's... He just doesn't have a name that's his cachet. But you're right. It yeah, could be it is, either way. We don't know. We, we don't, don't know. know. We don't know. This one was supposed to be season three, and they pushed it back. Hurricane Katrina was going to be American crime story. I still don't know if that if there's an appetite for that. It doesn't... Feel, Why? Because it was too long? No, well, it, just like, about... The, it was the aftermath and what yeah, happened. It's, aftermath. I, it, it's yeah. too fresh again. We have all these crises. I don't want to well, watch... Well, this it. had been decided way before these of hurricanes course. and stuff, but I think the People versus O.J. Simpson... That had a story that had like with with you know villains and good guys and bad guys and Katrina, you know what is the over you know who's the villain? Okay, the weather was it the government? Well, FEMA, FEMA, but but, it, but again, that doesn't feel like something that people can get well, behind. The, the governor really dropped the ball. But, it, but it's not as compelling as it, the Versace. Well, it's no. not as compelling as an individual story. Yeah. I agree. Because the next one, the next American Crime Story, they've just tabled Katrina. They haven't yeah. even cast it. The next one's going to be Monica Lewinsky. And Which I bet the be Monica brilliant. Lewinsky TV show, 
comes before. I wouldn't be surprised at all if the Katrina one yeah, just it, gets tabled. It could have just been a bad idea on their part. Because yep. the People versus OJ won nine Emmy Awards. It won Golden Globes. It won the BAFTA. It won, won the SAG Award. The, it, it didn't... Uh, didn't it? I thought some of the actors won for SAG. I don't remember. It was an actor thing. Yeah, yeah oh, they no, were nominated, but they did not. They did not. I don't know that they came backstage. If I think about what TV show people came backstage in 2016, but it became what they said the most critically claimed series of 2016. Mm-hmm. We were all obsessed with that. Well, show. That's a huge mm-hmm. story when it happened. Yeah. And it was. And then there yeah. it was, you know, 20 yeah. some years later. So anyway, that starts in Well, Are we going to get more of the Versace backstory? I think so. I think the whole. needs something more than just the Andrew Cunanan. Of part course. Of the story. That's why it's called yeah. the assassination of Sarah Johnny Paul Versace. Yeah. Oh, she did? She, she did. She was the one who won. She won for Marshall Clark. It didn't win as the drama. Right. For the, for the, mm-hmm. which it really got robbed. Because it probably was, you know, some show that's won a million other times before. That We do see that happen with the sex sometimes. Sometimes. Um, all right, listen, when we come back, it is time for Random Thoughts with Julia. The radio home of She Wore That with What? My Talk 107.1. Everything entertainment. You know, I saw this story the other day. Do you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now... Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right. Big, 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 big day for romance readers around the world, around the country. Because suddenly, if you're a Rosemary Rogers. No, Nora Roberts, (laughs) Sylvia Day, um, Debbie Macumber, um, E.L. James, Fifty Shades of Grey. For you people out there that are commuting and have been embarrassed about the bodice ripping cover and about other things that are going on, there is a new solution for you. Audible, which are the Audible downloads, and it's a division of Amazon. Mm -hmm. Um, They have a new service starting today. They realized in their um, people don't download um, romance novels. Well, and, because they're so easy and fast to read, and well, that's why? it's one of the reasons, and they read about six a month. People read like six of these a month, and Audible, your membership, because I have an Audible membership, because uh-huh. sometimes when I can't read the book, I'll just download it. Um, and the membership now is, um, the existing standard subscription is fourteen ninety five, and it only gives you one book a month, ah. plus discounts on other. But now what they're going to be doing is they're going to give you six books a month or you know six books a month for romance readers but here's the caveat okay okay so they've launched the new service today it actually lori um it is going to be it's called take me to the good part so this function in these <laughs> new like the title i know take Ooh. me to the good part yeah. because romance novels always lead up to the crescendo they lose their virginity together. Whatever happens, mm-hmm. they have sex here. I mean, in the erotic, he leans her back jeans. over the table we never knew and that. unlaces. So this new feature in Audible Romance is going to be "Take Me to the Good Part." The function identifies major plot points, including the sultry moments. Using algorithms, it allows listeners to skip ahead the story, and the steaminess score is what you're going to have. Like, if you just want to know, you start hearing some crap, and you don't want to hang out for too long, someone is going to be reading this book to you, and you can say, um, give me the sweet, or give me the oh, 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 my OMG parts. 
So you're going to... This doesn't yeah. make any sense to me, really. Why would you do this? They're because trying, the books are only 200 pages to begin no, they with. Are. Some are 350, Lori. <laughs> but it's it's an effort to serve fans of the romance better. They don't... No one uses Audible at all. Yeah, I, I understand And if that. you're one of the gals who likes the steamy parts and you read ahead to that or something, it, you well, can... Well, you're a romance novel reader. Do I don't you do read that? them like I used to. But yeah. No. Is I that mean, what you do? You no, flip I'd read them, but then I'd be the... like, oh, God, I'm bored. Like, in, even in E.L. James books, I'm like, oh, how many more of those, my flower things is she going to say? But so they just said that um, you can skip to it and you can right. ask your thing to do that. Right. But people judge you if you have a romance novel. People judge you if you had the Fifty Shades of Grey book. People judge you here. People judge you there. People, okay. But guess can they're judging. And... Listen to... Romance novels have taken off since the ebook thing came out because people read them on their e-readers, mm-hmm. and they've just—it's been great for the writers and the readers. Did, did did our grandmas used to subscribe to the Harlequin, Harlequin book Romance cl- to the book club? Sure, where they would get yes. these skinny little novels. It's another—it's by a Harlequin Romance. But yeah. um, we read the Rosemary Rogers. I never read a oh, Rosemary God. Rogers book. I just never did. I, I read uh, what's Wicked, his name? Loving the other side of the mid- other oh, side of midnight. Sydney Sheldon. Sydney Sheldon. We I read, read those. Yeah. Those were way more advanced than well, Wicked Loving ways. That's why I couldn't go backwards. I believe it. Rosemary so, Rogers. So let me just tell you okay. something about this. Now, yeah. imagine if this is the voice that is going to be reading your romance novel you? to you. You listen. Okay. It's more than that. I mean, it's it's kind of embarrassing to say it this way, but you've sort of been. You know, the woman in my life. And I was thinking this could be our last time alone. Together, you know. You and I didn't, I mean, in our relationships with other people, we didn't use the word love a lot, did we? Kimmy says, if you love someone, you say it. You say it right then, out loud. Otherwise, the moment just passes you by. That's Dilmot Mulroney. Oh. He's going to read these books. <laughs> oh, Mikey, oh, that gosh. was so treacly. I know. He's going to be reading these bodice rippers and the other cellebrity that they've signed up to. Re- I mean, because think of him. Remember? The acting jobs have oh, yeah. dried Listen, up for it's him. It's okay. It's okay. Who's the other guy that's going to be reading them? Um, another, Is it Dermot Jess- Mulroney or yes, Dylan no. McDermott? No, it's, it's Dermot, Dermot Mulroney. Mulroney. Okay, because be, you said the other right. guy's name. Did I? Yeah. You this is the guy do. with the scar that was so sexy, and then when we that finally met him, to Catherine Kinnear, yes, and mm-hmm. remarried someone, and Jesse Metcalf from um, Oh Desperate, Desperate Housewives. Housewives. Well, him, I'm not surprised. I haven't seen him in anything, but Dermot does pop up on stuff once yeah, in a while. He does. Yeah, does. But anyway, maybe it pays good. Oh, All sure right. Yeah. Well, and who the, the guy that? Um, so we were listening to Dermot. Could I did not recognize? Oh, his that's voice. his thing from Kimmy. That was from um, my best friend's wedding, right, Denny? Yes. It was. Oh, okay. Yes. And I'm standing in front of you, just a girl. But anyway, um, there's a. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Guy oh, here. That's a different movie. I know it is. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know, but you get what I, yeah, I'm do, saying. Yes. But his voice is lovely. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'll be good. Yeah. So anyway, mm-hmm. people sign up for that. That's new today. Okay. If you're if you're curious about it or not. Okay. Would you pay $199 for a beer that's um, no. 56 proof? No. Percent proof? How much is the average beer? Like 12, 13, 14? I think you can get up if you're with the craft well, beers. You can get a 3-2 beer at a good <laughs> well, dive bar. That's a waste. I know, but I mean, <laughs> beer is way less alcohol content than alcohol, obviously. Yeah. So Samuel Adams announced for the holidays... They are going oh, to come great. out. They are coming out with this beer, and it's illegal in twelve states because the alcohol, the beer hop level, or whatever it is, yeah. is too high. And um, they're making thirteen thousand total bottles, and it's called Utopia, and it's fifty six proof. Is it liquor? It's beer. It's beer, just with a huge alcohol. It has the it. potent of hard alcohol. It's legal here in Minnesota, people. It is. All right. Uh huh. Yep. Um, let's see. This guy um, went in front of a judge because he broke his um, his protection order against someone. He and he sent her 144 texts of everything awful about her oh and was harassing her. Mm-hmm. So the judge said, "Here's your here's what you have to do besides pay fines and do all these other things. Yeah. You have to send her 144 nice text messages about her." I don't like that. Then she's still forced to have interaction with him. I call BS on that. Well, that was just what they said. I know, but I mean, he's harassing her with text, and now she's got to take. Maybe he had to write it down on a piece of paper and send it to her in the mail, Lori. Yeah, Yeah, I can't believe that the judge would do that after getting. I mean, who wants that? They can do it on a blackboard with chalk. That would take forever. Oh, good Lord. Who even has a blackboard with chalk anymore? Well, Muffaletta in St. Paul on Como Avenue is closing. Oh, no. Well, they had a rough year, obviously, because half of Como is closed. And yes. next year, the other half is going to be closed. Oh, no. And the two guys that started it said Phil Roberts and Pete Mahavijo. Uh-huh. They grew it into a Parasoli restaurant. I you know, know that guy. Yeah, do you, you do? Oh, is that how you pronounce his name? Are they closing it because of the disabled, no, the handicapped no, thing? No, they're closing it because business is slow. Okay. We had a good ride. It's time to close. Next year, Como's going to be closed. So when is it closing? I don't know that. Well, Julia, be more helpful. I it was in the story, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, you I'm give us... a lot. I threw it on the floor, and now you make oh, me well, go get it. Well, so yeah, it was good enough for me, Julia. Be more <laughs> helpful. Be more helpful if you're going to tell us about an institution that's closing in All case right. we want to go there and have one last... Um, let's see. Their, their <laughs> lease is meal. up in December, and we've decided not to renew it. Okay. Okay. So you have this Somewhere. month. All right. And some in December. All right. All right. Yeah. No, December 1st, Donnie. Oh, really? Well, yeah. If their lease is up in oh, December, it's, it's yeah. November 29th or 30th, however many days. Julia, that was very helpful. It Thank was you. very helpful. Thank, Thank you. you. Oh, for crying People out loud. are so happy that. about that. It was awesome. Cool. All right. Well, I wrote it down. Tease me, Lauren. When we come back, Julia is going to be rapping. Muffaletta. Closing November 11th. Ooh. 
November 11th, their last day. Which one? Muffaletta, November 11th. It was 11th. not in the story, Donnie. Oh. I know it wasn't, and I, I appreciate the person who called yeah. in because it said we didn't have that information. Thank okay. you. So, yeah, a week from Saturday, that's it. Oh, for wow. Okay, well, right. I suppose they got to get. Oh, that's been there forever. Forever. 40 years. I, 40 years. I know it. Jeez. Okay. Okay. We get, we have to move on. Well, we have to move on, but maybe make a plan to go see Muffaletta. That is just a crying shame. Okay. So last night, um, uh, Millie Bobby Brown from Tr- Stranger Things, she plays Eleven. She yes. was on uh, uh, Jimmy Fallon. And Donnie posted a photo of her. She was at some event um, called the Build Series at Build Studio in New York City. I... I do not like this. She looks way too old for I, that outfit. She's, I mean, too young for I the mean, outfit. I mean, too young for that outfit. I, I agree. That's why I posted it. She's 13, and I thought this was a little She's in line. high heels, yeah. a crop top, oh, red please. lipstick, yeah. and I don't know. I just, to me, it's too... Well, she is growing up quickly. I know, but isn't she... Oh, my she... gosh. That is just so wrong. <sighs> And recently, yesterday, I think I read, she went on record as saying, I don't want photographers to sexualize me. And well, when you look at this photo and the way she's dressed. Okay, she was so cute on her outfit on Good Morning America with a big bows and stuff. Yeah. How old is she? 13. 13. That's too, I'm sorry. Yeah. Me no like. Yeah. That's wrong. Mm-hmm. Where's her mom? I don't know where her mom Who's is. I love in? the bomber jacket. I do too. That's too big. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is why her arms aren't in it. <laughs> But anyway, she just looks like she's thirty. Well, I would she I would like say she looks like She looks like she's twenty. You know, she just with the makeup and the high heel. It's and the not hair. appropriate. Well, she, right, judges, judges she, are us. She is darling. She is darling. She is very, very darling, and she had some. You know, Jimmy Fallon can he knows how to interview a thirteen year old. <laughs> <laughs> that a compliment? Yeah. Uh-huh. Here we go. I feel like award shows for me are just so interesting because like obviously I love I love being there and I'm so grateful to be there but like I just get so hungry so like yeah there's not really food no there's no food like and when there is food they're like eat it now or we're just it's gone and I'm like okay so I like and then I had the hiccups so it's like awful (laughs) you right and so I'm just like so I just kind of you know I just never eat so I put like it's like a decision either like with my Nutella sticks or my phone in my bag which one would fit so I chose my food you know, so there I am in like Golden Globes, like. <laughs> Wait, did you get Nutella? I know those sticks. Yeah, they're so good. Yeah, the ones you so did. Good. I mean, of course, they're for kids, but I love yeah. them. Yeah, I mean, I know them. I know them. So for yeah, yeah but I mean. So good. So she's been to the Golden Globes, the SAGs, and the Emmy Awards yes. in one year, and yeah. she has noticed there is no food at these there places. There is no food at these places. No, no food. Okay, and so I she brings Nutella sticks in her bag. Okay, yeah. cute. And remember how excited those kids were oh. when they came backstage because Stranger Things won for drama at the Screen Actor Guild Awards. Yes, darling. They were giddy, talking yeah. over each yeah. other. Um, so fun. Here's another conversation that Jimmy uh, is able to have quite nicely with Millie Bobby Brown. It's keeping up with the Kardashians all the way. <laughs> you love the Kardashians? I love them. I love them. Like, I, I really do. Like, okay, so I, everybody kind of loves them. You know, my mom, she's always like, I can't watch it. But then she sits there and she's like, <laughs> you know? I mean, I'm obsessed with them. I follow them on social media. I think that they are just like really great. They're like so entertaining. They really and, are. And they're like, different you know, characters. Yeah, I think like they, they're different They humans. have their own like language. So like, instead of saying like, I swear, they're like, Bible. And then they're like, oh, cr-. What is it? What oh, is it? It's like, it means like, okay. So it's like, oh, cr-. 
<laughs> our blood, our really? Blood. Yes. Oh. You try it. Oh. oh. Okay, she's so cute. She's but very I'm gonna bubbly, be honest with 13 year old. You. So many people like watching them still. Yes. And she's a new generation watching them. Yeah, yeah, people yeah. People love them because it's just so out there. It's mindless. It's mindless, yeah. yes. It's mindless okay. and it's fun and easy. It's sort of like that's the same way with the housewives. Right. You know, uh like uh, yeah. It's just a an escape. It it's, is a good ex- and that's how I feel about like HGTV. Yeah, so it all depends yeah. on yeah. what your escape is and then um she talked to variety about this about the she had the same experience as her character 11 and that they both had their first kiss at the same time. So here we go. Well, can I, I tell you a spoiler at least, please? Just for me or everyone? For everyone. Okay. Okay. So, obviously, right, Mike and 11 kiss. <laughs> like, right. they didn't last year, but this year they do. They do. Oh, wait, I heard about this. Yeah. Because this thing I did hear about, because everyone in the office is talking about it. Does Mike say something or something to you? He whispers something as he's yes. about to kiss you? Yes. So then this year, it was, it was, he wanted to like let me know he was like kissing me then. So he was like, I'm coming in. And he was like a ventriloquist. <laughs> it was the craziest thing. It was like a ventriloquist. He was like, I'm coming in. And, was, <laughs> and so people like saw him say it. And they was like, look, he says it there. And he does. And I remember him saying it. And I was like, what did you say? And then he just had the perfect kiss. And it was just yeah. a part, yeah, it oh, was okay. amazing. But I'm so, and we was dancing to it, and it was, you know, 80s music in the back, and every time I listen to that song now, I, like, get goosebumps. Oh. <laughs> I'm coming in. And That's she so told, funny. She told Variety that Finn Wolfhard is the guy, kid who plays Mike Wheeler. He was also in It. Right. Really great in It. Yeah. She said, he tried to tell me he, he had kissed before, but I think he's just like me. And it was his first kiss. It was my first kiss, and it was Eleven's first kiss, and Mike's first kiss. How cute is that? And we did it in front of 250 people. I'm sure she was right, exaggerating. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I hope know she never we... loses her enthusiasm. Isn't she just she's lovely? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And then Donnie posted her, besides the photo, he also posted her. She did a whole, you know, she... Is that, that's kind of how she got discovered. She had a YouTube and she was could rap and impersonate a oh, lot of different oh, people. Really? Yeah, here she is doing a whole recap of the first season of Stranger, Stranger Things. Things as a rap. Let's go back to Indiana circa 1983. Just for boys in the basement chilling, playing D&D. There was Lucas, there was Willie, Will and Dustin, there was a mic. But one night, Will goes missing while he's riding on his bike. Yeah! She's just gone in the upside down. Anyway, it goes on from but there. But that's a great, a great way to summarize <laughs> season one if you don't want to watch it. Yeah, isn't it? And her parents, she was born in Spain to British parents, and they moved to Florida in 2011. And she went to acting workshops to pass the time. And... Uh, She's just delightful. Yeah, she really is. I hope she never loses her accent. I know it. I I love the accent. Which she doesn't have when she reps. 
No. But but we always know that English <laughs> yeah, know. people with English accents don't have their accents when they sing. Yeah. I know. We know that they can do that. You know, when we go to other countries, I'm sure we don't have our accents. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially if we've been drinking. Because mm-hmm. we pick up their accents so much easier. We learned right. that last week. I just opened the funniest picture I've ever seen from the Halloween pictures that we've been looking at, you know, today uh-huh. at all the celebrities. It is hysterical oh, it is alec, alec baldwin. baldwin and his family walking down a street in new york pushing a buggy and he is dressed as the tin man doesn't she's glinda the good witch but it just no, makes it's me, hysterical it's just i have to tweet it out if you want to laugh it because is, he looks grumpy he looks it. you know hilaria made him do that oh, yeah. Fit, yeah. and it looks hot and sweaty i yeah. mean he just looks his little baby he's got three kids and they're the lion the scarecrow oh. and and dorothy it no, just makes me laugh I'm he's sure got he grumpy it. rusty right. face on that for sure no they're just walking down the street you know hilaria's like <laughs> You're dressing up like the, a Tin Man. The kids oh, yeah. want us to do this. No. A, you can do Donald Trump. You're going to do the oh. Tin Man. Oh, gosh. It's so funny. It, that's funny. Anyway, that was just a- Anything long. else you want to find on the internet and let us know? Because I that is a crazy funny picture that it I is, wish we would have posted I'm going to tweet it out right now. Oh, my gosh. Lori Julia. I'm doing it, but I can't multitask and do this show at the same time. You really cannot, Julia. Uh, by the way, I caught up. I've watched two episodes of The Real Housewives of New Jersey. And, Why? Um, yeah, right. Can you watch that one, Lori? Seriously? I, uh, yeah, you know what? I, 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 I'm not minding it. I've seen two episodes. It's been high drama. You were ironing and doing many other things at the same time, I hope. I was just totally ironing. Yeah. And um, no, I... I I kind of enjoyed it. The one sweet thing that happened on the second episode, and you know, Melissa and Gorga, Gorga and Teresa Ju- Judy, Judy, they're friends again. They're friends again, yeah. sister in laws. But this new lady who joined the club, she's a blonde. I don't know how old she is, but she's a. Uh, Got a Rubenesque figure, and she wears her hair always in pigtails, and she's not thirty, <laughs> okay, or twenty, <laughs> or twenty, or even Marianne's calling. Yeah, but anyway, she's kind of a character. But she brought because uh, Teresa's mom passed away like right. this summer. This, yeah, so very fresh. And they're in Boca, and she said, "Oh, I saw this in Hawaii once, where when somebody passes away, they do a flower wreath. Yeah, and you write a note, and you and tie you send it, it to out the to reef, ocean, and you send flower it out lane. to the ocean. Mm-hmm. It was very emotional, Julia. If you'd watched it, you would have cried because the four ladies that were there all wrote a note to somebody. You know, someone for most of them, it was a parent, right? That was gone, and it was just really." Really sweet, and um, remember when we put my dad's um, ashes in the ocean in New Smyrna Smyrna? Beach, and they kind of blew back at us. All of us, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. That happens to everybody. No, happens to everybody. We did that with my first husband with his his sister, and we wanted she wanted to be out on Burnside Lake, and it was of um, course a windy day. (laughs) My ex and you know uh, Kathleen's you know dad Raleigh and. Uh, Tom and I and the four of us are in the boat and we're just like, it seemed like it had calmed. There was no wind. It was quiet. And so perfect time, perfect timing. And then as soon as we started sprinkling, all of us, we all had ash in our mouth, our eyes, our nose, our teeth. So we were like, well, okay. Yeah. We've yeah. got Catherine. Peace be with us. Kathleen with right. us forever. Yeah. <laughs> All right, listen, when we come back, we've, we're going to Hollywood speak. And once again today, we've got a royal speak. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! 
is the meaning of this? Ah, what is the meaning of this? I love it. I love it when we've got good stuff to Hollywood speak. So Julia Roberts covers the December issue of InStyle magazine. The photo shoot is absolutely fantastic. She's gorgeous. She really is gorgeous. And uh, a couple of things she says. Here's one quote I would like you to Hollywood speak about her. She said this, all roads lead back to Danny. All for roads, her. yeah. I bet that's what his first wife thought, too. Vera. Vera, I, who I was married uh, to him when mm-hmm. Julia met him on the filming of The Mexican. Mm-hmm. He was the camera guy, but mm-hmm. we digress. Yeah. Well, that's or kinda... all roads lead back to Botox? All, no, all roads lead... <laughs> She's crazy for him. I know they she They are crazy for each other, and you know... Yeah. She's in... The- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Love with him and she just said he made her be, I think because he was not a celebrity, she was dating all these other celebrities, his down-homeness. He didn't care about her celebrity-ness, maybe. He maybe cared about pocketbook. But mm-hmm. I think she's truly in love with him, and she's so happy. I mean, she got out of Hollywood. She moved to Taos, New Mexico, or wherever in New Mexico they live. And, you know, yeah, I can't say anything negative. Yeah. Because I think she's really happy. Yeah. And her cheers. Hus- her husband was out of town on a movie set for a few weeks, which I bet makes her just a tiny bit nervous. She approves of the movies that he goes to, since she knows that's how she met him. Right. You always have a little bit of that. The twinge if you met someone when you were cheating. Yes. Both of you were cheating on your but she wasn't She wasn't married. Right. She was very involved with that hot she, um what was the actor, she, the Latin kind of a uh, what is his oh, name? Oh yeah, uh, uh Benjamin, Benjamin Bratt. Bratt. Oh yes. They've yes. been together. He was her date at the Academy yes, Awards. Yes, was when she won. So, I think there's always a little bit of you always have to protest about how much because you know that you've just got that, even though right. maybe. And then there are women or guys, whoever, if your person left you for someone else and married that person, there's just it's it takes people, it was, it there's was a bite. bitterness, there's a bitterness there. Yes, yeah, it that's right. And she's very, I think, the reason she's so sensitive about 50 is Danny isn't there yet. No, he isn't, he's, he's younger, two years. Yeah. All right. Jennifer Aniston claims uh, us weekly that she told her friend Sandra Bullock to get married to her guy. Why? Because he's a great dad to her kids. Well, he has been with her since she adopted the second child, Lily. Jen Lil- said, what's the difference? He's already living here. He's already your old man. <laughs> your I kind of think man. that's cute. He is cute. You know, here's, she was burned so bad by, by that Jesse, uh, whatever his name, Jesse, Jesse James. James. James yeah. And, you know, after she protested, Again with the cheating. When she's just like, he's the best. This award goes to us, babe. They had just adopted Lewis. No one knew about it. Yep. Lewis was in their home for one Mm -hmm. month. Mm -hmm. And that all came out. And I think she was raw from that. But the other part of it is, 
why not have a commitment with this guy? Yeah. We like, you like him. He likes. He's, she's 53. He's 51. Because she's always, she's kind of had some things with some younger guys. Always dated younger which, guys. You know what? That can be a great thing for you're, if you're not looking for she a commitment. She dated Ryan it's Gosling. Perfect. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. All right. Yeah, well, I, we'll I think happens. they're cute. I think she, why not? Okay. The creator of The Crown. This guy, the he, Netflix series that we love, we the love. story about the queen. Peter Morgan gave a new interview and uh, listen to this. This is with the Sunday Times Culture magazine. He claims that Elizabeth would have much preferred looking after her dogs and breeding horses to being a queen. Why? Because she's a countryside woman of limited intelligence. Well, the oh, first part, yeah. okay, the first part I agree with. I don't think she wanted to be the queen. She was so young. She was having a lovely life on the countryside with dogs and riding horses. Well, and remember, her father was not raised. He was the spare. Right. He was Bertie not. Bertie was going right. to be the king. Mm-hmm. So he didn't even, it didn't even occur to him that with his daughters that they would be. At all. At all. That so they she would just. Lit- she lived this fabulous life. Yeah. And then she had to be thrown into it. And, and I think that's rude to say because he's made a lot of money off of movies. He wrote The Queen. Mm-hmm. With Helen Mirren. Yes. Yeah. He wrote The Crown, wow. and he's still writing The yeah. Crown. And to say that she's of limited intelligence, <gasps> that's mean. I think it's rather royally rude. I think it's rude, too, because he did show when she was appointed the queen at such a young, young age. How old was she? 15, 16? Oh, no, no, no. She was in her 20s. She was 25 All right. when she became queen. Yeah. All right, she was 25. Died. But she didn't have a college uh, education. And so no. she, remember, she sat down with guys like, teach me economics more yeah, or less. Yeah, teach yeah. me this. Teach mm-hmm. me that. She knew her limitations and she tried to educate herself. That is rude. Okay. Yeah. I agree. That's just, that's bad etiquette. Countryside woman of limited intelligence. That's, that's me. I would not say that the world's longest living monarch is that. Right. Yeah. Okay, David Foster. The he, old musician guy. Yeah, he was at the Princess Grace Awards in L.A. And on the red carpet, he said this. I bought a place in New York City. You cannot be the West Coast guy who rolls into New York and says, hey, I'm going to do a Broadway musical. I want to be accepted and not be that guy from the West Coast. What is he doing? Betty Boop, the musical. Really? Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> well, he has won 16 Grammys Listen, as a producer. Uh, well, that... Musical. Okay, so he decided that he has to... He needs a place to live. He doesn't want to rent. He doesn't want to stay in a hotel room. He wants a place that's cozy and homey. <laughs> he spent... The past seven years trying to bring Betty Boop to Broadway. I'm trying to decide if that story is all that great. And the Kinky Boots director will oversee the project. And, and you loved Kinky Boots. Yeah, but, I, you know, my grandpa had Betty Boop tattooed on his arm and he could Serious? make her dance right here. Oh my you God, know, that's so funny. He was 30s, you know, okay. that would have been the thing. So, um, yeah, he 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 bought a place in uh, downtown Manhattan, and he said he's having a great time here. And I'm sure Catherine McPhee, Catherine is there. Catherine McPhee, but Betty Boop the musical might be in previews by mid December. They've been trying to get this musical made since 2008. Yeah, that's what I said. Seven years. Yeah. Wow. They were okay. So when it when Betty Boop came to be, it was in the twenties mm-hmm. and nineteen twenty eight. And she was a huge star. Flesher Studios was an animation company that was trying 
to, they did the follow the bouncing ball sing-alongs. Yeah. And they were trying to um, find a cartoon character to compete with Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Who had made mm. a screen debut that year in Steamboat Willie. Mm. And uh, their first attempt was Bimbo the dog. And um, Betty Boop then has this whole storyline. Oh, yeah. I don't remember Betty Boop, except for Boop Boop. What does she do? Well, that's what she She had in the cartoon. You see lots oh, of yeah, collectibles about her. But my grandfather cartoons. had her tattooed right, right. below his yeah. elbow on the inside of his arm. And then when he'd go like this with his hand and clench his fist, mm-hmm. then she'd go, her <laughs> hips would go back and forth. And we yeah. just thought it was the most amazing thing. But Her yeah, cartoons she... gave great importance and exposure to jazz greats like Cab Calloway, Calloway and Louis Armstrong, introducing our audience to different things. And women and men liked her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Betty Boop. Betty Boop. You still, you go into like... Uh, we see the Betty Boop stores. The, yeah, you do. You mm-hmm. see it in collectibles. You mm-hmm. can get a Betty Boop bowling ball and figurines. She was and, a buxom lass. Yeah, she was. Yes. All right, listen. With a cute garter. Yep. Mm-hmm. We come back, we're going to unpack J-Rod. Yes, we are.